yada, 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 I mean. What is going on, y'all? You're over here with the Go Dirty Bastards once again. Yes, sir. I am uh, go, one go, of your go, co-hosts. Dirty the the g- 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 Go Dirty Bastards. I introduce myself. I am Womack, a.k.a. Womeezy. And with me, we have a couple extra guests, but I'm going to start it off with uh, Nip, 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 Nip. Where you yep, at, Nip? I'm here. Mike, check one, two, one, two. Yes, indeed. And we got Big Leo in the house. Where you at, What's Leo? Up? Right here. Supper's cracking. Yeah. Are you right there? You're right there. I'm right All right. <laughs> now we have uh, our returning guest, E Major. Of course, you know we're going to talk about the fights tonight. So, you know, this is our, our fight expert, number one source to go where you want to know what's up. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, joining yeah. us. Yes, indeed. There he is. What up, E? How you been, man? Cooler, cooler, cooler. Glad to glad to be back, man. Gold Dirty Bastards. Glad to be back. Yeah, always ready to have you back, man. Anytime we talk about all this shit. And then uh, we have a new guest today. He is the host of the SF Comic Book Company, as oh, well as the SF Comic Book Company Hour. And we have with us today, no further, uh, no more further introduction for Ray Doomzilla. Where you at, Ray Doomzilla? Hey guys, I just want to thank you guys for uh, letting me come on the show. Oh, Lord. Really, really yeah, Michael Jackson. I really appreciate all this. You guys, yeah, you guys have a great show. I really enjoy your show. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Welcome. Yeah, uh, this is Ray Doomzilla, the Bear. Whatever you want to call me, call me whatever you want to. So Just fine. don't call so him late for dinner. Don't right. call me so late for got, dinner. <laughs> so we got Snip and Ray here, though. Crack. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. crack. <laughs> Don't forget Leo. The, the mega, the mega powers, the mega powers have returned. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> oh shit! He's gonna break the internet. Yes, indeed. Well, fuck it. Let's right. get to it, y'all. Let's 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 get, let's, get, to let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. All so right. He was here, so let's talk that. Let's talk that Khabib fight. What did you guys feel on that one? Ewan, why don't you kick that shit off? Man, Khabib, 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 man, fucking excellent fight. You know, excellent performance on his part. Just a really excellent fight. I mean, I think he he went out and we I called it, I guess, in four rounds or under. I mean, he, he did it in two rounds. Really just standout performance. I would give him the gold dirty bastards performance of the week. Just you know what I'm saying? You hear me? You hear me? Just based off of his performance, it was, it was really dope. What did you guys think about it? I thought, uh, yeah, no, he could have finished him in the first round, really, if he had an extra like 30, 40 seconds. Uh, it was, a, it was a pretty good fight, man. He was, a, it was quick to get into that position, man. Yeah, he's a hell of a fighter, man. I, I need to go back and watch a lot more of his fights, man. He's a, he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt. I, I felt like, um, I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a closer fight. I thought it was gonna last longer. Obviously, I picked the four round uh, stoppage, but um, Khabib is just on another level, and and a lot of people were picking Gaethje. Uh, none of us did, but a lot of people were picking that fool. And um, Khabib outstruck him. I think he. I think he was better landing better shots while they were on their feet, and um, he just picked him apart pretty much, and just waited for the right opportunity and got that choke in. Yeah, that jab. That jab was dangerous, man. That jab was getting him. We talked about that a little bit. We said he was going to be better uh, boxing, the boxing aspect of striking, and that um, Gaethje was more more well rounded. But actually, Khabib was throwing some uh, knees, and um, he was doing some dynamic shit in that fight. Yeah, no, that like one that one. He kind of caught him in the gut too. That would kind of fucking turn the tide a little bit. Yeah, he did. He got he got a serious knee in. Yeah, yeah, that definitely felt. Yeah, he felt that shit after he got that one in. What about you, Leo? What you think about that shit? Um, I had to work, so I totally missed the fight. <laughs> uh, soon as I got my uh, once I got my link working to watch the fight, I saw Khabib in the middle of the Pentagon 
Octagon, I mean. The and Pentagon. Was Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> secret agent. Fucking secret agent. Fucking on, on Russian spy in the Pentagon. It is Halloween week, man. So fucking yeah. Russian bots. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, my bad. The Octagon. Uh, he was uh, giving it. <laughs> Oh, God. He's, uh, he was on uh, he, I guess yeah I just won I guess he was probably you know uh, full of emotions because his dad wasn't there you know his dad passed away but uh, shit he had a good ass run longest run unbeaten run in the MMA 29-0 highest UFC winning percentage uh, also he had he has tied the most for UFC uh, I mean what was it most takedowns uh, 21 so yeah uh, he's going down as a GOAT um, I've only watched him a couple of fights but yeah, he's straight badass, dude. Well, it's, it's interesting that you brought up the goat because we had a little argument about that on a Sunday morning. Yeah, and um, Iwa had Iwa Iwa actually made a good point saying that uh, Jones had the better competition and he defeated way more champions. And at first, I was saying um, that I had Khabib, but he brought up a, a fight where Khabib had a uh, fought. What was the guy's name, Iwa? Khabib uh, Gleason Tebow. Yeah, so I watched that one, and after watching that fight, uh, I, I actually gave it to the other guy two to one. So that kind of changed my mind a little bit on the debate. But other um, other parts of the of the debate were that um, you know the steroid scandal, which Ewa said he don't give a fuck about, and and the level of competition <laughs> too. Yep. Yeah. Who is it though? Also, uh, just like all these motherfuckers are juicing. In, in I'm, not juiced. I'm not juiced. Yeah, but it, but I mean, yeah, it's yeah, 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 seen yeah, you on Sunday, Leo. Seen you on Sunday. You were definitely juiced, bro. It's on if you get caught. But um, that that fight, it was a, uh, it was definitely a, g- a good fight for sure. I don't know. The first round was a little weird to me though because it was, it looked like it was a lot of pity pat, like a lot of weird kind of like strike. Not really. I don't know. Really, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just... throwing a stiff ass jab. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I mean, no, he, I mean they were throwing him connecting, but it was just, a, I don't know. Maybe I got to rewatch it. Before. I look at him like this, and this would be my. Maybe he was tired, but um, I, I mean, I don't know. But I want to say, uh, at the end, you know, of course, he got all emotional because of his pops. You know, rest, you know, yeah. RIP to um, RIP yep. pops. Yeah, yeah. And, um, when did yeah. when did his pops die? Sometime this year, like, this year. recently, right? Yeah, earlier yeah. this year, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, COVID, that's what yeah. the whole fight was for. But, but let's um, let, let's uh, circle back to the goat, though. Let's let's get back. Hold on, let's talk about. Hold on, let's before we get to the goat talk. Before we get to the goat talk, let's just do a quick assessment. You know, like a technical breakdown, or just the performance. Um, just just so I could kind of like show you how I looked at the fight. You know, in terms of uh, from a standpoint of grappling and just from a standpoint of of a technical standpoint, so to speak. Um, round one, I thought round one was extremely close. I thought that Gaethje was landing the leg kick, which seemed to be giving Khabib problems. And in addition, he was landing that hook. Um, but then Khabib was also landing his jab. I thought it was kind of going back and forth. One thing I did notice with Gaethje is that it seemed like be it adrenaline dump or maybe the combination of the adrenaline dump and the pressure he seemed to be losing steam right away. He looked gas yeah. quick as hell. He looked gas. And I think yeah. some of that is just due to just the adrenaline dump and the big moment. But a lot of that is throughout his whole career, if you watch, he's not used to being pressured like that. And Khabib, like, like, he's like the Dagestani fucking Terminator. You know what I mean? He comes yeah. forward. It, Go ahead. And Gaethje was missing some like big shots, and that shit takes yeah. a lot out of you. He was, yeah, he was winning some shots. Yeah, he was winging some shots, and I think that was. But I noticed he was tired. But I actually had the. I actually was giving Gaethje the edge until the end of the round when Khabib landed the takedown. And when you look at that takedown, he took him down against the cage, and then he went to a position we like to call leg weave or dope mount. From leg weave or dope mount to mount. 
to armbar, all within like 15, 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, yeah fucking I, high I, level yeah. stuff. And, and, and at that point in time, I knew, okay, he gets him down again, or he gets him down, he's gonna end this. You know what I mean? Because he what, didn't have to answer. Was the knee in the first round or the second round? I can't recall. The first, first round. Yeah. Yeah, that knee fucked him up. It was a body yeah. right in the chest. Yeah, he, right? he, 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 he called him with two knees. Yeah, he called him with two knees. Yeah, I mean, I think that was first round. But I thought, like I said, like, if he wouldn't have got the takedown, I might have went with Gaethje on the first round because Gaethje did have some decent movement. He had some leg kicks and he had some hooks. And that's kind of how I saw it. But then at the end of the round, I think the takedown and going to the mount yeah. was good. Now the the second round, and we'll just go to the finish for the second round, it looked like when Khabib shot in, Gaethje could have just gave up the takedown and maybe went to guard. But it looked like he was trying to defend the takedown and sprawl. And what ended up happening is he ended up giving his uh giving it back up. And Khabib went from back to mount to armbar. He actually was trying to do something like we call a power armbar. But because he was against the cage, he couldn't fully extend his legs. So he went from uh, the power armbar to the triangle and put him to sleep. And I'll just give a caveat on that. The simple fact that when you watch Khabib, He's normally a top grappler. You know, he likes to beat you up. He likes to stay on top and usually get your back and choke you out. The confidence that you have to have to go from a position of mount where he could have just stayed there and beat on him to actually go on your back and give up a position in a fight. That's just another level of grappling. Those transitions, like those transitions that he does are fucking like super fucking smooth. Yeah. Too like the the way like you were saying the way he just kind of goes from one position and just kind of like slimes his way into the fucking next one and you don't even really notice it and then all of a sudden you got you know what I mean you're in a fucking triangle and shit like how the fuck did I even get that to this was, point where I'm all fucking choked out like masterful what? it was masterful yeah that's masterful just, that I mean and you gotta think you gotta think if Gaethje would have got out that triangle then all of that's for that you know what I'm saying like like. The takedown and everything's for not. Now they're back on their feet, and Khabib has exerted energy from the takedown, from the submission attempt, and et cetera. And it didn't, it didn't uh, pan out for him. So to be able to have that confidence to say, "Nah, fucking, I'm ending it now. I'm yeah. ending him right now." I don't. I mean, that's just dope. Hats off to him. Yeah, um, he, he was like solving a Rubik's cube. He was just a couple moves away from like, "All right, I just need to put you in this and this, and you're done." So yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, just so quick. Yeah. And yeah. um, and Gaethje was actually that was a stand up dude because you know it's, if you're something like a pop star, you know you get real emotional. And sometimes when when your emotions hit you, you can't do nothing about it. It's just whatever the moment it is, it just fucking hits you. You know he was over there on the ground, just kind of hunched over, and then Gaethje just kind of came over and like I don't know consoled him because it was you know, but he just kind of came over and just kind of gave him a little bit of respect. And you know what I mean? I thought that was a real good move on Gaethje, just actually just being a stand up guy as far as doing that. Like, I mean, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he even said in the, in the after interview, he was saying, I only stood in the ring just to give him his props. That's what Jaycee said. Yeah. Only reason yeah, I stayed cool. around was to give him his props, you know what I mean, which is dope. I think with the retirement of Khabib, um, it definitely leaves a void in the lightweight division. Um, essentially, all of the dudes that are in the top five, you know, you have Gaethje, Ferguson, Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker, all of them have fought already. So there's still a need for an actual the next guy because could be retired. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see how the lightweight division develops. I will say that the UFC just signed a dude, Michael Chandler, who was actually the alternate or the backup in case one of the guys came up for COVID or didn't make weight. Yeah, Michael Chandler's actually Bell He was Bellator champion, I think, a few times over. He's an immediate contender. Good boxing, good wrestling. Look out for him and, and uh, to be in some of the 
the higher fights in the lightweight division because he's definitely going to be in the mix right away. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, who's going on, who's going to go ahead and claim the lightweight title now that Khabib's, you know, retiring and everything. I'm yeah, pretty sure a, they're going to give it to Connor though. You know, they're going to bump his ass you know, up. <laughs> you know, they'd be loving the Irish. Fuck, they're going to give him a title. Connor they're going to give him a title shit. match. He's fucking over I can almost guarantee that shit. Now, now that Khabib's gone, Connor can c- crawl back out his fucking hole. He was yeah. hiding in whatever the fuck he'd been in. Yeah, what but I mean, he's, he's got some, but I mean, he has some killers. Like, Ferguson's a bad matchup for Connor, and Michael Chandler's a bad matchup for Connor, and fucking Justin Gaethje's, Gaethje's not a good, you know, he's not a pushover. All of those are bad matchups for Connor. So it's one of those things we have to see, but I definitely agree with you. If they can put Connor. Even just in the title fighter, in that light, they're going to because he's a. They're, they're, they'll probably guy. put him against Poirier first, and then they'll probably bump him to get a match with Gaethje for their uh, belt, interim belt. He already beat Poirier though, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did back in the day. Right? Uh, uh, a while ago, yeah. uh, but you know, you think, you think they'll do a lightweight tournament for the uh, for the title? No, nah, like, I think they'll, I think they'll, I doubt it. No. I think they'll they're going to figure out whoever the top two are. It might be Gaethje and Ferguson. It might be they might just let it sit for a minute, and they might have Michael Chandler mm-hmm. fight somebody like Ferguson or fight fight one of the top ones, and then they'll do the title fight. I don't think. Yeah, you're but, right. I think Chandler Chandler get in the mix on that too. I mean, like he's he's definitely he definitely has can threaten for the title. He definitely can compete. He's definitely an elite elite level dude. What do you guys think about the retirement? You think Khabib's coming back? I mean, obviously with the with his father dying and everything, I'm sure he hasn't had a lot of t- time to process it. He never fought without his father, so it's absolutely it's, it's, it's emotions right now, man. This is like like just like the first fight after his dad died. I think you give him some time, he's probably gonna want to come back and uh, you know try to cement yeah, his sure. legacy as like you know, yeah. no argument there. Like uh, you know, you know Jones out there talking shit already, so you know he's he's gonna cement his legacy. So he'll probably it takes some time, but he'll be back. He's still how old is he? Thirty-two, I believe. Yeah, he's still got a couple more years left in the tank. Yeah, he can come back, take a year off, come back, and, you know, tear it up again. Is you he know, 32, right? He's like 31, 32. You know, Dana White probably was, you know, when when he when he announced his retirement, he's probably like, oh, it's okay, man. You know, go and take your time. And then in the back, yeah. Dana White's like, we got to fucking figure out a way to get him back, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, we got to we gotta get him back. You <laughs> know, know I say, uh, I say yeah. take under, he'll be back within a year. Yeah, yeah. well, he so too. it's a good call. Yeah, he's just well, doing he a morning. Mom, he's morning right now. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, does, he, he said you know. his mom uh, asked him, told him if he could quit fighting. So he that's a he decided to retire as well because his mom told him if he could retire. And uh, so he's gonna you know do that for his mom, quit fighting. Yeah. That's what he said. So don't fight, don't fight without your father. But I think yeah. like Walmart was saying, and and Bear was saying, emotions are running high. You know, oh, yeah. they haven't had a chance to process it. I'm yeah, sure if somebody starts to come out and starts to get wrecked in a lightweight division, and then those those comparisons start to get thrown around, it's probably gonna reignite him. He's like, nah, fuck that. Let me show you. <laughs> Let me show you I'm back. Nah, nah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Nah. That's what it is. You know, he's gonna take some time away from it. Um now let's get back to this goat talk, man. Let's get to this goat That's talk. That's what I was gonna say. Let's let's do um let me just do a quick um Quick thing of who who who's the goat to you guys? I'll, I'll take um John Jones as of right now. Yeah, I mean after it's all said and done, let's say this is his retirement. I mean, what do just you think take. of his just actual? Yeah, what you think of his actual just career wise? I mean, we can compare him to uh to Bones if you want, but just kind of career wise for Khabib. I mean, how do you how would you guys like kind of grade it grade it out as far as you know what I mean? Like the shit we was talking about the other day, like competition. Would you and- do the quick take though? Because I had a follow up question. <laughs> well, I'm asking you, like, that's what no, nah, I know, but I asked first. Like, could we just do a quick take? Who who you got as your uh, goat as of now? 
I got Jones. As of right now. I got Jones, 11 title defense. Uh, is it 11 or is it 14 titles? 14. 14 titles, 11 title defenses, been champion since 2011, and he slayed a bunch of champions. Fucking Rashad Evans, Shogun Hua, Machida. I mean, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? So Jones, I think right now, just on strength and competition. And and you uh, saw his quote, John Jones's quote today, right? And talking talking to all you Khabib fans out there, fifteen world titles to your guys four. You guys really talking about who's the best fighter ever? You guys are joking, right? Fifteen to four? You guys are kidding me? That's what Joe, uh, Jones said today on uh, Instagram in a video. So who you got, right? Who's your goat? I would go. I've seen more of Jones uh, fight. Really, I haven't seen enough of Khabib. I gotta go back and watch some uh, some Khabib fights. Yeah, uh, and Leo. Uh, I'm I've. I've I've watched. I think I've watched more John Jones fights than Khabib, so I would go with uh, John Jones. But Khabib's is impressive. I mean, I've heard that of his twenty nine fights, he probably never lost a round. He never got cut. So I mean, I know that's a lot of fan talk, but he lost a round now. I mean, he, he right, lost, so so he lost. So I was asking that just because um, I wanted to ask this question: What is there anything that Khabib could do if he did come back? Like, is there any fights that would uh, catapult him above Jones, or is it just pretty much locked in? Like, what would it take? Would he have to be GSP and uh, Connor again? Or, you know, would it be like two or three more? Or is it just set in stone because because uh, Jones has such a big lead in the big fights? I would say, I would say definitely, I think a fight with GSP definitely would help solidify it. I don't know if it's enough, but I mean, GSP is yeah. another two-way division champion. I would also like to see him actually come back and move up if the lightweight landscape hasn't changed because he has trouble making 155 pounds. If you didn't know, there was a lot of controversy with him weighing in, and they said that he didn't really make weight. Like, they got him off the scale fast, and he's had issues making weight. So I think if he came up to 170, definitely, and had a run and got a title shot, that would definitely catapult him. I think it would be hard to catapult him above Jones, just him staying in a lightweight division. In my personal opinion, I think he needs a super fight or he needs something to really stamp that resume. And I want to throw one more name in there that I me and you had talked about earlier. Um, Can you let everyone ask the question before Mouse? you go on? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, there's more than one person here. Uh, <laughs> we, we we have the fight expert, uh, Iwa, here, man. You got you to yeah. get uh, as much as you can, man. Iwa, I need we I need was you to break them down, into uh, a question, yo. You need to break down uh, Womack's performance uh, from last week. So, Ewa, we want you to do the same uh, shit for uh, Womack's performance. You'd be well, which, what? which performance? <laughs> the audio engineering or, or the hunting <laughs> of buffaloes? I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we already know on both fronts. Hashtag Team out. Womack. <laughs> but, um, nah, it's, uh... Thanks, Womack, for jumping uh, in and fucking up the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, well, you like talking over people, shit. Like, you know, you gotta get it in because I was moving to on to the next question, but I was asking about Mighty Mouse to throw another name in the hat of the goat topic. Yeah, yeah, it looked like fucking Mighty Mouse. Um, I think Mighty Mouse was dope. I think Mighty Mouse. If we're talking about Mighty Mouse, I think it's the same thing. I think Mighty Mouse might be. He's up there with one of the the most well rounded fighters ever. Um, but I think it just suffers from lack of competition, and that's not his fault because you can you can only kill who they put in front of you. But at the end of the day, you know, that division is a developing division. Where was he? Flyweight? It's a developing division. They didn't even have it. They added that division. So his competition pool really wasn't that deep. 
You know what I mean? So I think it's really hard. And I think, unfortunately, it's, it's hard to really gauge where he is. I would even put GSP ahead of him, even though GSP has losses, for the simple fact that GSP fought more champions. And GSP is a two-division two division champion. I mean, he came back from being off for years and went right up and fought the middleweight champion and tapped him out. That's a, you know, and, and that says a lot. So I like Monty Mouse. I think he's one of the, the greatest and one of the most well-rounded fighters. But when we're talking that GOAT talk, I don't know, just because just because of competition. You know what I mean? And that's no knock on him. It just is what it is. All right, now, Womack, yeah. now interrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say that anymore. Shit now. Fuck y'all. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. No, nah, I'm just fucking around. Um, nah, so, I mean, to, to get back on the, I mean, Big on the Khabib shit. So, yeah, I mean, just looking at his career, I mean, we got to go fucking detailed into the shit, but just kind of looking at, you know what I mean, the um, the level of competition and all that. I mean, where do you actually rank him as far as just all time, though? Because that was a big thing that you did bring up. He was about that competition um, with Khabib that he really hasn't fought no one and shit like that, even though he is like a great fighter. I didn't say nobody. Wait a minute. I didn't say nobody. I just said that his competition when you when you <laughs> – when you compare it to John Jones, you compare it to somebody else who pales in comparison. I mean, I still think he's top three, definitely top five of all oh, yeah, time. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Top three, top five of all time. You know, I mean, I don't think you could ever say that just because he's been so dominant. But, you know what I mean? In terms of that number one spot, for me personally, and it's all preference. It's all whatever you prefer. For me personally, I, I just can't give him that right now. And and I'll mm-hmm. say this. I'm a bigger Khabib, Khabib fan than I am a John Jones fan. It's just the numbers yeah. for me. You know what I mean? And plus, um, and plus, Jones. You know what I mean? He did have all that, that juice and shit, all that steroid shit. That that knocks it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Even though, like Ray was saying, everyone juices. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, when you get caught with it, that just like, all right, well, we actually know you doing that shit now, and that it's almost like Drake. You know what I mean? Ain't no one know you had a fucking ghostwriter, and then you figured out this motherfucker had a ghostwriter, and it's like you knock this motherfucker down. For you know what I'm saying? Thanks for so, bringing that Drake into the. No, nah, but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, he was a ghost. He brings in the most nah, rapper. Sat, Drake was a ghost. Day day when he found out he had a ghost writer. Is that what we're saying? Is that what we're comparing? No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like when you, I'm saying when they found out you juiced because you know when you all sailed. Just when you find out, you know what I mean, like you on juice and you got that extra edge on shit, that knocks down like your shit a little bit. It hey, hey, bro. He said he was taking Cialis and that's what caused your test, man. He oh, said he was taking hey, Cialis. Oh. Hey, man. Coke and, and, and dick pills go around. hand in hand, bro. Cocaine and dick pills go hand in hand, man. Where you been, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Just like Canelo, you got a new sponsor for the, the show. The Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> Coke and dick pills. There you go. Get something. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We'll yeah, be happy to sponsor fucking Copeland Cialis. <laughs> let me just say. <laughs> All right, so let's um let's move into the, the co-main event. Uh Cannoneer versus Whitaker. Um and I'll just start off by saying fucking uh I just want to shout out Whitaker. You know, I counted him out on the last podcast. I said I don't I don't think he has it anymore. Both me and Nip, you know, pick Cannoneer. But I thought Whitaker really showed that he's definitely he showed why he was a, a former he's a former champion, and he showed as to he's still at the top of the heap in terms of the middleweight division. Thoughts, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, um, I had taken Cannoneer because I thought he had a little more power, 
but I feel like he was a little bit too um, patient, too hesitant. He was going with the leg kicks, and I think he kind of fought with the strategy of going for a five-round fight when this was a three-round fight. I think he needed to be a little more aggressive earlier, um, but Whitaker was very impressive. He was popping that jab nasty. He had some good movement, and it looks like he's back, but I just don't feel like he could match up with um, uh, the style bender. I think style bender would give him, uh, give him problems again. <laughs> Is that Avatar? Snipers. Sniper Leo. Sniper. Watch out. Airbender, motherfucker. Watch out. Those shots be coming, man. Watch out for your head, bro. Leo be coming. (laughs) We got you in the crosshairs. Yeah. Initially, my thoughts was that, you know, that Cannoneer fucked up the package. I was like, man, you let me down, bro. You fucking let me down. You know what I'm saying? But um, after seeing the interview, he actually, and I rewatched the fight, the first kick Whitaker threw, I think, 40 seconds in. He ended up breaking uh, Cannoneer's left arm. So that pro- could have been part of the tentativeness is the fact that his arm was broken. So he was basically fighting the whole fight with a broken arm. I thought he was going to go out there and, and, and get after it. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was really going to go after there and really swing for the fences. And we got a little bit of that in the third round. You know, he got dropped. He got up. And towards the end of the round, he had Whitaker on the ropes. All in all, a good fight, though, man. Yeah, all, yeah. All and fight. he... He showed some heart, so that was that was uh, that was good on his part. He showed like he was there. He dropped Whitaker um, with the clean one, I think, right? I don't and, know if he dropped him or he he definitely rocked him though and had him against the cage. He might have dropped him. Yeah, he had him. He had him wobbled a tiny bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, it just showed a lot of heart. And I, I still like Cannoneer. I want to see some future fights out of him. No, absolutely. I think it, it puts the middleweight division in, in a state of influx too because Whitaker put a stamp on he's the number one contender. But I don't know about y'all, man. I don't want to see Whitaker versus Style Bender again. Yeah, that's what I was just saying too. I don't think I don't think it's a good matchup. I think Style Bender's too fast and he's just he's just got his number. I don't think I don't he's think a style bender. He's a style bender. What I would like to see though, I mean Nick <laughs> was talking about this earlier. I think it would be dope to see Whitaker versus Paulo Costa. I think that would be a fight that would have fireworks written all over it. You know, what I mean, they're both they're both good at striking. Um, you know, Costa's coming off that fucking bombing against Izzy. You know, and I don't even know if he threw a punch that fight, but he bombed yeah, yeah. him. I think he'll come out aggressive against Whitaker. Obviously, you know, Whitaker, you know, he's gonna stand on it. So I think it's one of them things that that would be a really good fight. But I think that the fight that needs to be made is a super fight, John Jones and Izzy Stylebender, Adesanya, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I think that's the fight that needs to be made. Right now in MMA, I would be pushing for that. You know what I mean? I think that's a dope fight. I think that it's a win-win for the fans. I think it's a win-win for the UFC. If um, it would Obviously, it would have to either be at light heavyweight or it would have to be at a catch weight. But I think it's what we need. I think it's um, – if Izzy loses that fight, it doesn't matter. He can go back down the middleweight, and he'll still be champion, and he can fight whoever's down there. And if he wins, it just catapults his stardom through the roof. You know what I mean? That's and, and there's tons of bad blood there, too. Tons of bad blood. I mean, the, the narrative is already wrote. You don't even really have to sell it. Who are you guys picking if there was a super fight between John Jones and Adesanya? Who would you guys rap with? <laughs> I'll, I'll take John Jones yeah. with the Coke, please. For sure. He's undefeated on Coke. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. If he's off, you know what I mean, off that, off that white. Um, yeah, he's getting you know, up there shit, too, I'll man. I don't know, man. Still, you know what I mean. Until, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I'm taking Izzy is the age of Jones, and um, I'm very impressed with Izzy. I know Jones is the bigger man, but I feel like Izzy is a little bit faster, and he had uh 
a big career um, as a heavyweight uh, kickboxer. So I feel like I feel like it would be an upset, um, but I'm riding with the underdog on that one um, because of youth and speed. Um, and Jones is Jones is the goat, but I feel like he's up there a little bit in age, and he's taking time off and doing this and that. So I feel like if Izzy stayed uh, active, and they made the fight, uh, what light heavyweight? No, it would be it would be a heavyweight, right? Light heavyweight, probably. Light heavyweight, I would I would take uh, Izzy. Okay, so we got. I'll be in the minority on that one though. Me Jones, Womack, you're Jones, right? Yeah, I'll take Jones. I'll take okay. Jones even because I don't Nips, know enough Izzy, about that. Uh, I'm getting an education right here on the UFC shit. I've been fucking out of it for a minute, so yeah, and no, I appreciate you guys breaking it down. Fucking yeah, but I'll take Jones just because I know know Jones more, more more of his work. But yeah, Leah, who you got? Oh, this uh, <laughs> same. Uh, I have no idea who we talking about. I just know Jones. I don't know who the fuck Jones you guys are. Yeah, but... Conversation. I'm gonna go. You know. I trust y'all. Trust, I'll take, trust if you can't trust the core, he's gonna be trust, busy right? till November third. Then he'll then he'll be back. <laughs> he'll get back home. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm too yeah, busy work. working right now. I mean, I've seen Stal Bender fight a couple of times. I mean, but I just still rock with Jones. I, yeah, we got four one Jones. I just say the reason I pick Jones and, and and it's just that I feel Jones is a more well rounded fighter. I think that his striking is. Obviously, they both have a lot of length and they both have a lot of reach, but I think John Jones striking is on par. If not, maybe it's a little bit under style benders, but I think his grappling and the way he puts everything together is so so further advanced. We haven't really seen Izzy on the ground. We haven't even seen him really fight a grappler. I mean, he fought Yo Romero, but Romero didn't even try to take him down. Maybe he tried one takedown. John Jones, I think, would press him up against the cage, take him down, and I think he would finish it. One thing I like to say about Jones is that it seems like towards the tail end of his career, he's just fucking trolling. It doesn't seem like he really cares. Like he's kind of just going through the motions. Yeah. I think he would get out of bed for Izzy because there's that disdain and there's that dislike for one another and all the hype. Like he had a debatable battle against Gustafson, right? He comes, excuse me, a debatable fight. He comes back and he trashes Gustafson. He had a close uh, decision against Cormier. He comes back and he trashes Cormier. He's one of those dudes that I think he's at a, at a point in his career, you know, fighting Reyes, fighting Santos. It's not a big thing for him. You know what I mean? He's not going to get out of bed for those dudes. Whereas fighting Izzy, definitely he's going to get out of bed for that. You know what I mean? So I think it's one of those yeah. things. And that's why I'm going with them. But you can't count Starbender out because he's been cooking, man. So. Nah, that dude. And nah, they're both uh, six he's... foot four inch. And uh, John Jones has a four and a half inch reach advantage. That's yeah. a big, uh, big factor there. That's and big Bones factor. a little heavy handed too. Bones got that. He got a little heavy hands on him too. So. He's got, got those elbows. Nasty elbows too. Yeah, elbows. exactly. I mean, but I mean, but Izzy's got an impeccable striking. You know, what I mean, he's got great timing. Oh yeah. So I think dope. I don't think I think on the feet Izzy has a slight edge, but on the ground, John Jones is is just a different animal. And in the clinch, I think John Jones is a better fighter in the clinch and up against the cage. He has more ways to win, so that's why I'm rocking with him. I think we got to see this shit. I think we got to see this shit. That's I mean, that's what what we need to push for it, man. That's what we need to push for. I think that's that's one of those ones, man. That's one of those fights that we really want to really want to see and really should see. We should be treated to it, especially because Izzy's young right now. So it's either going to be passing the torch or, or it's going to be you no know, stay in your lane and go back down the middle way. Either way, I'm game and I really want to see it. You get Dana on the phone, tell him to stop being a fuck boy and make it happen. No, absolutely. Cool. All right, what else so, we got on the agenda? We, we got want to talk some we... middleweight fights. There you go. Go ahead. This did, right? <laughs> we could jump into the tank. The tank. Let's yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that. That's coming up like this boxing. weekend. 
this Boxeo. week on Halloween. Boxeo. Spooky, Boxeo. spooky, spooky. The 31st Mexican Halloween style fighter. Yeah. What's your take on that shit, Nip? I need another beer. Uh, off the bat, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Tank because uh, Santa Cruz is a good fighter, but I feel like he's better at 126. I think Tank is a little bit heavy-handed for him at 130, and um, I definitely feel like Santa Cruz is definitely gonna bring it. I just don't think he has enough power to hurt Tank, um, and he's a pressure fighter, so he's gonna be in Tank's space, and he's gonna be putting him. He's gonna have to put himself into danger in order to win the fight. And I feel like Tank's power and his body shots and, and Tank is explosive. I feel like Tank is going to be just a little bit too much for Santa Cruz. And I like Santa Cruz. Um, he had some good wars, but um, I'm definitely going to be taking Tank in this fight. Size and power is going to be the main deciding factor from my point of view. Nice. What about you, E? <laughs> Shit. Oh, besides dropping Humble. the fucking, yeah. Just like in high school, the dominoes all over the fucking hallway, this fucking guy. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tank too. I think he's just too big, too strong, and like Nip said, uh, Santa Cruz is a pressure fighter. I mean, I think that he definitely is gonna have the the punch output. He's gonna be pressuring, but you can't follow around a puncher. I mean, you exactly. can't follow around a puncher. I don't think it's good. I will say that something interesting to look at is that Tank's ring in ring time isn't a lot. Normally, he gets to stop within six rounds sometimes in the first few rounds i think he's only been past 12 rounds once and that was against gamboa whereas leo uh santa cruz has been uh 12 rounds i believe 20 times so cardio can come into play and then also you have to think about the weight because tank does have difficulty making that weight and that can definitely affect you the later you go in the fight having said all of that i still just think tanks too fast too strong to you know, to fold to Santa Cruz. So, um, tale of the tape on that one is, um, tank is five foot five and a half and Santa Cruz is five, seven and a half, um, for reach tank is 67 and a half inches reach and Santa Cruz is 69. So he has an inch and a half reach two inches in height. Um, I still don't see that playing that much of a factor because nah, tank is the harder hitter. Um, what about you, Leo? What you, what you, who you got on this one? Uh, be first thought, uh, be first, I. Uh, do my pick. Let me give a shout out to my boy Chocolatito. He won on last Friday. We're back. He's back, boy. All right. Oh, shit. Ah, shit. But I, mean, I just got to give him a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go do your thing. All right. So, uh, yes, the fight is this Saturday at 6 p.m. Showtime pay per view. I'm going to go with my boy, uh, set, uh, Leo. Yeah, I'm going to go with him. Uh, he's uh, just a more. Uh, Veteran boxer, Leo? fighter. Yeah. Because Leo's taking Leo. Yeah. Okay, um, there you go. <laughs> I think it should be a sick-ass fight. Um, it should be good. I'm going to try to get off early from work that night so I could watch it. Uh, but, yeah, my pick on this one is going to be uh, Leo Santa Cruz just because he's the more veteran boxer. He's a little bit more polished, and uh, it should be a good-ass fight as well, though. Let's bet the bottle on it, Leo. Let's bet the bottle on Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Do it. Live, on, live on it. Do it. Okay. Oh. I need a bottle of... Um, Call your bottle. Which one of them? Leo wins. What what kind of bottle you want? Uh, I ain't tripping. You got me. Whatever. All right. I got a. I got a bottle for the guy. If you, you know, I got. I'm in Florida. Hold up. Wait a minute. Nicaragua's best, man. Come on. Come on. I don't even drink rum. I don't even drink dark. I need a bottle of El Padrino tequila. All right. El Padrino. Keep it under. Let's keep it under fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's about 49. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. There you go. 
Speaking of that, speaking of that fight, uh, that fight card. Did you guys get a chance to see that Strada versus Quadras? That shit was a I, fucking I, war. Uh, man, yeah, my pops told me say that shit was just straight war. Once another fight that I missed because I'm too damn busy working. But yeah, uh, yeah. I only uh, seen like I, the last two rounds, but that shit was back and forth. There was knockdowns. It was, it was a knockdown, drag out, fucking slugfest the type of shit we love seeing. Yeah, no, I didn't uh, have, actually missed it. You know. Uh, I don't even have the zone, but you know, I, I was able to fandangle it. But no, it was a good fight. Yeah, they were saying it's uh, eligible for. I got uh, I got Leo Leo San Bruno Zilla. Who you got as far as tanking Santa Cruz? <laughs> oh shit, Leo San Bruno. Hot pick. Good call. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Tank. I'm gonna take Tank. But um, I think I think Tank is a pop shotter though. I don't. You know, if he fought like he did against uh, who was that Pedraza when he fought Pedraza. I think that's who it was when he fought um, Puerto Rican dude. I've seen Tank throw a lot of combinations there. He was hitting them with nice body shots and coming upstairs. And I think that's how Tank, honestly, I think that's how he needs to start fighting, setting up them them nice little power shots with those combos and shit like that. Because what I've seen from Tank is just, he's a pop shotter. He'll give you a, a you know, like a little one pop or a one two, but I won't see him throw like too many combos all the time. And I think that's the best way. He'll he should use his powers by setting it up with them combos and then just cracking someone when they least expect it. I don't really um, see him but having too many people though. Honestly, I see him throwing combinations. I just see, see him as a spotty fighter where he fights and fights, but usually he, he usually he lets his hands go though when he lets them go. I don't see him. You think this uh, fight's gonna go the distance? Yeah, but, but, uh, I think I think go ahead, go ahead. No. I don't. I don't. I think uh, Tank, I say Tank, 10th round, TKO. Ten, uh, yeah, I say 7th. Um, because Santa Cruz is too <laughs> fucking small, man. This dude looks like a goddamn like anorexic. Like, and DJ he's, Cole. He's just skinny. And I think if he gets hit with a, with a few of them body shots, he's going to – he's not – yeah, he's not going <laughs> to uh, – not to offend any anorexics out there, so don't get on my ass. Don't fucking start crying about, oh, you're talking about anorexics. But um, Everybody, he canceled. <laughs> I just think he's a—he's uh, just too skinny. I, I think if he gets enough of them body shots landing on him, and Tank throws some nasty body shots, you know what I, I mean. I just want to get a quick point in on Tank. I feel like um, I feel like he's the kind of fighter that fights up or down to his opponent. So like, if you're if he's fighting somebody he thinks he can beat, he's gonna take that shit lightly and uh, who you know he's gonna fight down to his opponent. Whereas if, in a big fight, I feel like he's gonna fight to his full potential and uh, yeah, good point. Show who, tank or really about. Uh, Leo, tank, tank. Tank. Oh, tank, okay. tank. Leo always brings it. Tank is the one who kind of yeah. half assed position. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm, I'm taking Santa Cruz. I think yeah, another thing: Santa the longer Cruz. the fight goes, I think the more it favors yeah. Santa Cruz. Just when the veteran comes up in there, he's the smaller fighter. And he has to hire much output. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he's been there long. And he's also smaller. He's not going to be cutting as much weight. If, even if he – he might not even have to cut weight. Where I know weight has been an issue with Tank. So, But I still think Tank should do it. I, I agree with Nip. Within like 10, I think he should TKO him. Absolutely. And we haven't even talked about the fact that Tank is a southpaw. I mean, I think that's yeah. the Santa Cruz problems mm-hmm. as well. You know, having to deal with that, deal yeah. with that southpaw style. Have to defend against that left hook. You know, it could be problematic for him. Yeah, definitely. But um, Santa Cruz. See, the thing that Santa Cruz does is he he be, has that high punch output. Like he just be throwing them, and I think that might throw off Tank a little bit because I don't think he'd be able to set up a whole lot of his punches if he has to deal with that constant bombardment of all them shots. But 
I mean, once Tank connects, I mean, that's it's it's lights out. If he does enough for that, I, think I agree. I mean, I think it's a double-edged sword. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that the punch output could present some problems for Tank, especially if Santa Cruz is moving forward and backing Tank up because he's not, you know, that's not a, a style he's used to fighting. But at the same time, I mean, you're going into the danger zone. You know what I'm saying? If you're pressuring mm-hmm. and pushing forward, you're going into that punching range of somebody that hits exactly. a lot harder than you. You know, yeah, so, yeah. you, know, you got to pick your poison with that one. You have to pick your poison. But I think regardless of how it turns out, I, I can't expect this to be a snooze fest. I think it's going to be a really nah, hell no. exciting fight. Somebody kind of, can somebody pull up the odds on this one? Let me Ooh. see if I can find them real quick. Just watch out. Leo, that's that usually your department, man. Watch out for that uppercut, though. Uh, Santa Cruz. We can go night-night. Uh, Ever go night-night? Ever go uh, night-night? Hold on a second. I'll pull it up. I'll definitely have the links for this. It's a Showtime pay-per-view. Get the links. Uh, <laughs> Good. Them links. Just be at home on the Wi-Fi. Don't be. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, yeah. My links. You, need, you gotta have Wi-Fi. <laughs> don't be oh, fucking yeah. driving around and shit. Yeah, cause that shit. Thanks to you. It I looks like they got like... tank on one site. Minus six. <laughs> wow. God damn, that's just on DraftKings. I just pulled up DraftKings. They got him at minus seven seventy. And Santa Cruz <laughs> plus four fifty. Respect for him. Santa Cruz has never been stopped. Yeah, well, you better go with. I think numbers. it's the weight, though. I think it's going up to that one thirty. Thirty. Because you know Santa Cruz is older. Oh, it's at thirty five. It's at thirty five. Yeah, lightweight. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, at that at this at this age, it's not really wise for fighters to go up. I don't feel, especially when they've been so light for so long in their career. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna double down on my tank pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with tank too. I mean, I think Tank knows how much this fight means. I mean, you got to understand if he loses this, well, I mean, he's not completely out because Mayweather's his promoter can get him back in the mix. But if he wins, that puts him right on the forefront for, you know, uh, Lopez fight with the, for a Devin Haney fight right at the top, yeah. you know, of that lightweight division. Whereas if he loses, yeah. then he has to take a step back and take a step back down. So, I mean, this is kind of the gateway to the mega, mega fights. That he wants and, t- and and Tank got seven years uh, youth on him. He's twenty five, and Santa Cruz is thirty two. So yeah, that's another huge factor in a fight like this. Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be dope though. I think it's gonna definitely be a barn burner. Um, I can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all we're all gonna watch that one. We'll be we'll be uh, you know doing our normal thing, popping bottles and watching the fucking fights. <laughs> It's the fucking COVID. It's gonna be a COVID Christmas. All right, and just to lock it in. All right, turtle, turtle, bottle under fifty, right? You got Santa Cruz, bottle under fifty, right? Yeah, bottle, yeah. You might have to wait ten years for your bottle, Leon, if you win. <laughs> I see this dude. It's funny because I see this guy. He never mentions anything. I see this dude. He never mentions anything, and then he texts me, "Dude, you owe me champagne from a John Jones fight." Until now, until now, tell me when I see you. Yeah. I just got it on ice. Nip, I got it on ice. Let me tell you, Nip only three bottles. I don't even remember about the shit until he brought it up today. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, keep those receipts, man. Keep those receipts. But next time, <laughs> next time I see him, I am going to be like, yo, where my champagne at? So none of that Corbell <laughs> shit. None of that Corbell. Keep it the white label booth. Yeah, like you know, fucking you know, San Jose Nights. Shit, Womack over me four years for that fucking Niners Rams, bro. <laughs> I paid he, took a, he took yeah, him to small claims court. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gave you, I gave you interest. Judy. Judy, I gave you interest too. I gave you a hundred dollars. Clearly, interest. owe the bottle. Just give him the damn bottle. <laughs>
You made almost $27 it's, a year. It's an investment plan. Yeah, he could retire on that. <laughs> and there's there's going to be some good fights this uh, weekend. Also on Halloween, it's going to on uh, there's going to be Inoue versus uh, Jason Maloney, IBF WBA bantamweight titles from a match. Also on the uh, uh, zone's going to have some fights uh, on Friday, and uh, so there's going to be a couple. Uh, Mungia, right? I think Mungia. Uh, Jaime Mungia versus. Yeah. Toriano Johnson and Rashidi Ellis versus Alexis Rocha, ten rounds okay. welterweight. So yeah, so there's gonna be some Rocha. good fights. It's a yeah. Uh, let me let me ask um, you real quick. Let me ask you real quick. Yo, are, are they bogus as fuck for making this a pay per view fight? I mean, is 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 Tank versus Santa Cruz pay per view worthy? Not to shit on Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck no. Y'all bogus, right? Especially because Lomo and Lopez was on ESPN, and that was, you know, yeah. what I'm saying like, like I mean, and not, no, no shorts against anybody, but I just don't think that that really screams pay per view. None of you guys are household names <laughs> at that level. The o- ESPN Plus, the maybe, but not fucking pay per view. I give them ESPN Plus. <laughs> Hello, <Ocho. laughs> yeah. So there's gonna be boxing, uh, Showtime pay per view, uh, the Zone, and ESPN Plus. So. Oh, links. Oh, we got right. links. We got links. Four of them. We got four oh, links. Thanks. Yeah, four of them. Four of them. Thanks. So, um, all right, cool. We also got so, buffalo scalpers on payroll. No, no. We got buffalo wings. That's buffalo all soldier. We... All right. Next topic. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> all right. Oh lordy. All right, let's move on to the. Uh, we're gonna do one more one more segment with the uh, E Major before he takes off. So let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of these Warriors rumors and some NBA draft stuff. Who would you like to see come to the Warriors? That type of shit. That's the most exciting thing. That's one of the rumors. That's one of the rumors. I'd say he's a good. You know, be on the bench and give Curry a fucking a five second break. That's cool. Yeah. No, I mean he's good for depth. Um, yeah. Some yeah, of the guys yeah. they were talking about is uh, JJ Redick, yeah. um, JJ Redick coming over. I, I've I've been hearing uh, Marcus Saul. Um, I heard there was some interest for Whiteside. Carl uh, Anthony White Towns too. Uh, whatever. I like. It. <laughs> And Dwight right, Howard, so they, they need help inside, man. Yeah, that's the best. Howard, next some yeah, about they need that. help inside, man. That's the, that, the main the thing they need for this man. Offseason, they need man. Big man. Yeah, and you know that what was it the Russian cat? What the hell is he from? Uh, Alan yeah. Magic? Yeah, whatever. Fucking Scrabble name. Yeah, yeah some Magic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he, he might be cool yeah. in a, you know a little he's, while, but he's a project player. Depth inside, like right away, because it's gonna be tough in the West, man. We what about possibility of getting a Ben Simmons? I was hearing that was a rumor of, of a mm, trade as well. I don't think ben so. Now Simmons. that now that they got Doc Rivers, um, Doc Rivers said that what he said that having Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, uh, they just having them in the court was uh, the winning percentage was like over seventy five or seventy six percent. So I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I've I've heard a lot <laughs> that the coach in Philly was just was trash. So now they got you know they got you got Doc Rivers you know um, it's a totally different environment from what was go- what was going on with the Clippers because all the players wanted load management because they all wanted to just re- you know relax rest whatever for the playoffs and that shit didn't that shit just fa- just failed uh, complete failure so it's gonna be different now at, at Philly with Doc Rivers so I don't think they're gonna trade any of those guys 
Doc Rivers. Yeah, maybe. What about Riddick? What did you guys think about Riddick? Do you guys like Riddick? Nah, I don't like Riddick. I like Whiteside, though. I like Whiteside. I think he's dope. Like, I I would like that. I mean, I think with our scheme, having a dude in there, a powerful rebounder and defender, we don't need a big dude to score 30 points. We just need a dude to grab boards and play defense for the most part. You know what I mean? And if we could could get Whiteside in a trade and then get maybe Wiseman or, or Obi in the draft, I think that would be... You know, that would be a quantum leap as far as our front court, and that would be really good. <laughs> get rid of bum-ass Looney, kept Todd and Looney, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. He's, he's, just just been, he's been hurt a lot. Uh, I've been told y'all about Looney. I've been told y'all about Looney. Y'all was riding he's small doses. He's the motherfucker he's make right. a layup. Yeah, but, I mean, now he got he, Exactly. Now he's got neuropathy and all of that. Like, he's that's something that's probably going to bother you forever. So I'd probably say get rid of him. Probably keep Marquise Chris as a bench player. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. But then definitely like like uh, Wiseman and Whiteside or, or even Obi and Whiteside, I think I think that would be a monster front court. You have somebody like that grabbing boards, and then you have the kick out to, um, to Curry or to Clay, and they're healthy. And then you also have oh, yeah. fucking Wiggins as a slasher if we keep him. I think it's going to be trouble. It's going to get spooky for people. People are counting the Warriors out, man. They got they they just got a year off, man. They they pretty much they got a year to rest and get their shit together, mm-hmm. man. I think Perfect. they're gonna be dangerous, man. Yeah, yeah. The NBA's right. gonna fear them, man. None of these none of this weak ass fucking half ass fucking uh, let the Lakers get a championship yeah, season. It's like yeah. actually uh, actual real. We season. win real rings, not fucking COVID fucking rings. And I get that <laughs> personally. I'd like to see us get um Gasol and draft Obi Toppin. Um, Toppin it looks very explosive, Gasol and Gasol has that outside range from a big man that we would need. Um, yeah. he could he could make people guard him. He could get Anthony Davis into some foul trouble, having to go out in the perimeter and guard him. Um, so I think that's a great match for any could pass the ball. We need Gasol over Whiteside. Uh, that's a yeah. I think I take Gasol over Whiteside. Yeah, he has look, experience. On the flip side, though, defensive liability though. But Whiteside mm-hmm. seems to take take nights off too much, though. Gasol is always going to bring that shit, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it also depends on the team and the coaching too, because you know what I'm saying when you're under somebody like Curry. So it is. I just, I just wonder about Gasol being able to guard, just like you said, he creates matchup difficulty because of his range, being able to guard, you know, those real physical centers and things of that nature. And maybe we don't need. Yeah, and he's a little long. He's long in the tooth as well. Yeah. So, so I think we're, I think we're good. I mean, I definitely think we both agree. Um, we need a big man in the draft. Oh, yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're missing. Who do you who you guys yeah, think is the biggest threat well, other than Lakers? Lakers, Lakers are they get a few more pieces. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. I mean, everybody's good. Like I think at the end of the day, like everybody's doing better. Everybody's it's going to come down to Lakers and Warriors, though. It's coming down to Lakers and Warriors. That's the yeah. championship. Yeah, sure. that, there's no doubt about that. If, if yeah. LeBron, that's what the NBA wants. That's what you know, LeBron yeah, can get Giannis. You know, he's trying to get fucking no matter freak, what. freak. Well, we have, we have to see how the Lakers looks next year too, though, because the Lakers roster, most of them dudes are on one year and two year deals. The majority of them, they have to re Davis. They have a lot of players that can walk. So it's the LeBron plan, yeah. yeah it's gonna be interesting to see like who they sign, who they re-sign, and how good they are. But I think at the end of the day, man, it's gonna get spooky for people. The dubs just need to add some pieces. Hopefully they don't get a, a, a shooting guard in the draft or a point guard or nothing like that and actually get a big dude. And let's not forget we got uh Pascal that's been fucking that's he's he's yeah, mean. Pascal, I said that when we drafted him. Yeah. He's he's yeah. mean, man. Yeah. He's good everywhere. Good defense, yeah. rebounds. You know, he can shoot yeah. the ball. Yeah, 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 man. Do you yeah. think we keep that second pick? 
Do you think they're going to trade that second pick? I, I see it's a possibility we could trade down and still get the guy we're targeting. Yeah. Because if we're picking at two, Wiseman and Obi Toppin are still there. LaMelo's still there. Um, there's still some talent there. So it's possible we could trade down to like three, four, or five and still get the guy we want and pick up some extra uh, picks out of it. And there's also that rumor that um, we're interested in that guy from Tel Aviv. Fuck mm-hmm. him now, dude. We yeah. just drafted a big guy. <laughs> so come on, dude. Like, we just drafted the Madrid. We don't need dude from Tel Aviv. We yeah, we got one project already. Yeah, like we need to do that can immediately come in. Who's who's your number one pick? Who would you say is going number one in a draft? Not even for the Warriors, uh, just in general. You think it's Lamar? I would say Wiseman. I'd say Wiseman. Number Those one? Players. I say Edwards goes number one. Yeah, maybe. Um I think we should get your boy Nippy. I need I think we need to get topping. I think we need we need someone real aggressive, I think, in the fucking inside. Someone that just Fucking just rip on. Well, people. well, that and I think he fits in our system well too. Yeah, he dictates shit good. Yeah, he's a good passer and all that. I think he'll drop some dimes. He could run the court. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm not mad with either either why I mean either Wiseman or Obi. I'm not mad with either one, especially if we make some 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 um off season moves and get another backup center like somebody like Whiteside or somebody like Gasol. I'm mm-hmm. not mad at either one. I think the biggest uh, takeaway from even losing to the Raptors is that we need a bench. Like those years we won, we had a decent bench. And I think with Pascal and if you have a Gasol or Whiteside on the bench, re-sign Damian Lee, Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. you know, he's been bricking like fuck. Um, if you if we have a decent second unit, that's gonna be crazy because mm-hmm. that's really what you need is you need, you know, you need depth in this league. I mean, that's it. And that's why I want to keep the pick because I feel like it's a great opportunity to get some youth on the team and join them with the core and then they can learn from the core. And then, you know, as they fade out in a few years, that can be the next guy to take over. And, um, you know, we could build in the draft alongside with the pick we make uh, at number two, which I'm hoping is top. Yeah. yeah. And the Warriors know how to draft. Well, man, even though they, they're better. Yeah. Later drafting rounds later, later too, round, so. second round. Um, yeah. like, there's, I mean, there's... They, they, they... go ahead, Ray. No, go ahead, man. Um, also, there's another name that has popped out. Uh, maybe the nine of uh, the the Warriors, Niners, if they were the Raiders, if the Raiders, Calamari, I mean, the Calamari, 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 Stephen Curry to the Warriors confirmed. Calamari, he's a new running no, back. Calamari, <laughs> um, is Sadiq Bay uh, Villanova forward? He's a six eight. There's another uh name that's popped up. Uh, if the Warriors were to trade that number two. Yeah, we don't need another six. Skip that one. I'll skip, skip, skip. Yeah, I mean, anything, man, anything under seven feet, man, we lack it, man. Like, I mean, I think that needs to be addressed. You know, we don't want to be like the Niners and we, you know, we we need to address our secondary and we keep picking defensive linemen. You know, I mean, we need to address the front court. We need either a really big power forward or just a raw center. I mean, that's what's missing, especially somebody yes. like Obi or somebody that can score because when you attract that defensive attention, it makes it that much easier to kick it out. For you know, Clan Curry and our sharpshooters, you know, so yeah, you know, the forward. And if we and mm-hmm. if we go against the Lakers, no, go ahead, Leo. That's all good. I said, and then another thing has uh, uh, been talked about: if the Warriors were to trade their number two pick, it would come down to the number seventh, eighth, ninth pick, which belonged to the Pistons, number seven, New York, number New York Knicks, number eight, and Washington Wizards at number nine. So, like Nip was saying, if we were to trade, it would be just a couple of spots up. So. No, yeah, I'm totally against going that far down. I, I, if at all, I would go to two or three. I mean, to three or four. But personally, I would just take Toppin. Um, I feel like he fits the system really well. We need a guy who's going to attack the basket and and draw some fouls on people. We need people that are going to ha- uh, make defenders exert um, 
energy and get into foul trouble. You know, if Anthony Davis has to go out and cover him, um, you know, he's going to pick up some fouls. He's going to have to work. He's going to get tired. So I think, like, I think it works on all levels to get topping. Yeah, and Wiseman. I'm definitely sure. not against Wiseman, too. I just think he's so skinny. And you and you think not having a March Madness could affect any of these draft picks? I don't know. We should just use the number two because we got them two next year, right? We got fucking two first rounders next year, don't we? Yeah, I don't think. I don't. Yeah, he just ignored your question, Leo. I don't think March. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. I didn't know. Sorry, my bad. I think any of the stars, like any of the people that were destined to go, I don't think it's going to affect them. I think it's going to affect the people that you know have their show out performances during March Madness that improve their position. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the top lottery picks, no, it's not going to affect them at all. Um, if anything, it's just mm-hmm. going to secure their spot because they haven't had a chance to fuck it up. Whereas the people that were mm-hmm. on the come up that kind of go off and the, that can go off and the new stars developed in March Madness, I think it's going to affect those yeah. dudes that have potential to go high. Yeah, they, they, yeah, especially from the no-name schools, you know, you know the exactly. teams from, you know. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. <laughs> Good shit. Let me you, ask you continue this. now. Mike. Let me ask you this real quick. So um, OBI and Wiseman, obviously Wiseman has a better defense. You're going for the better offense or the better defense? Offense. I'm going for the better offense because we still got we still got Draymond, we still got Pascal, um, and and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like Toppin is the way to go because we don't have really anybody who can attack the basket other than uh, Wiggins, who has been inconsistent in the past and seems to take nights off. So that's my thing, and I feel like. I'm big on that, getting the other players into foul trouble, you know? No, I get it. No, you're right. I mean, that's, that's it. It's about matchups. You know what I mean? Especially if you're going to play the Lakers, you're going you to get them in foul trouble and let them fucking fuck The Lakers, them. I mean, and Lakers. fucking Utah, man. Jokic is no joke. You know what I mean? Like, Jokic mm-hmm. is good. You got to get him. I mean, even even Denver. I mean, the West is solid, man. Stacked. The West yeah, I'm worried about solid, them teams and the fucking Lakers. Yeah. Fuck the Lakers. I mean, and fucking, and I mean, let's not forget Portland. I mean, Lillard's a killer. You know what I mean? Killer. Lillard's, Lillard's no fucking joke. They're a mm-hmm. dollar. You know what I'm saying? So, Game time. Hell yeah. I, oh, and what about what about getting uh, the Greek freak on our squad? Is anybody for that or against that or what? I'd be for How it. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, I'm damp. We're not training nobody. We just got to – I mean, I wouldn't trade Clay or Dre. I'm not trading. I would give up Dre. I would give up the second-round pick and next year's Wolves pick, T-Wolves pick. And that's a package I don't think anybody can match. Yeah, I'd and I throw in um, I throw in your boy too, Wiggins. I throw in Pettis as well. <laughs> I probably keep throwing Dante yeah, Pettis right, in the deal. I mean, I think definitely at the right cost. I mean, at the right at the right price for sure. But I think I like what you were saying if in terms of just building around a new young dude because Giannis has looked kind of shaky in the playoffs. You know, the last two years. No where, doubt. Where, I mean, yeah, kind of sus. Where it's just like, yo, this is your time to this year. I mean, if you call this the playoffs, this is your time to shine, and you didn't. And last year, you fucked up that package against the Raptors. Because they got swept. Has, did they get swept last year? No, nah, it went to game. Uh, didn't it go to game seven? Yeah. It went to game seven. I believe so. I think it went to game. Right. The problem. The problem is with the Bucks that they got no shooters. You know, yeah. they got no shooters. That's 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 the problem. And Giannis needs a shooter and shooters. So he doesn't have a mid. Do you see Giannis? Do you see Giannis getting moved? Um, even if it's not to us, I feel like they have to get something for him because he's probably going to bounce on him. Um, I don't see him getting moved right now. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see, but anything could happen. I mean, it's it's hard to say. Yeah, I'm getting moved right now. I think they're going to do whatever they can to sign him because if they let him go, who the fuck do they have? 
You know, what I mean? they don't have yeah. anybody. They don't have anybody to even buy tickets to see their shit. So I think they're going to try. But then, but on the on the flip side of that, if they if they keep him and then they don't get shit for him, they're totally fucked because he just dips on them. Yeah, yeah. And then they got shit. Yeah. It's like the Carmelo thing when he bounced. You know, I think that they. But the Knicks were smart to get. Yeah, I think their asking price is going to be pretty steep. That's why I say it, there is a, a pretty decent chance we could land it because I feel we have the best package to offer. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, like you said, if, if we're not giving up none of our first-rounders for this year. Or Clay. Or Clay, no Clay going or whatever. I mean, we can get rid of Draymond. Like, I wouldn't even mm. – because Pascal can play his position. Trip. Clay ain't going nowhere. We need fucking clutch Clay. But sure. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up the farm from, especially considering all the draft picks we have. You know what I mean? And we have a mid-level cap exception. I probably would just fucking continue with the draft, draft a big man, make some free agent moves, get a solid bench, and I think that would be good enough. You know what I mean? For yeah, right for now. sure. I don't think we have. No it. doubt. If the price, if the price ain't right, don't make that shit happen. Yeah. Just, we're in a good draft. place. Nobody yeah. can bully us around. We we pretty much hold our own cards in our hand, and. Yep. And we can be smart and and do the right thing, and 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 our trust our uh, front office to do that. Oh yeah, our front office is dope. Like, and, and that's the yeah. thing that people fucking hate on, and people want to say super team this, super team that. Bitch, we drafted, yeah, we drafted all three of our stars. Yeah, we yeah. built that fucking super team. Yeah, we yeah. drafted all three of our stars, and we made that culture there. Like, and then yeah, KD came and he helped, but that's what any team would do. If you're in the off season, you're always looking to land a big free agent normally in the oh, yeah. off season if you can. So you can't knock somebody, but the other three people, those were the people we developed. Yeah. I mean, like, you well, fucking yeah. late too. You took Clay like eleventh in the like, first round. Fucking Draymond was like in the second. Like, yeah. you guys didn't the, want the motherfuckers. Obviously, we took them. Like, fucking all right, Pascal cool. was who was solid last year. Second round pick. Yeah, like we draft smart. We we draft pretty well. So I would I, like like Nip said. We I trust our front office, and I think that um, we 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 hold our own cards. We hold our own destiny. If we want to go after Giannis, it's cool, but we don't want to just get bent over for him and we don't actually have to get mm-hmm. him. We can get a free agent center. We can get Lynn Sanity. You know, so we can get people to fill oh, up yeah. our roster and we can we can land people. So I don't think that we actually need to really sell out for him. But you know, if the price is right and the deal is good, why the fuck not? I think he'll flourish yeah, in our system sure. as well. One thing I one one knock on Giannis is he doesn't have a mid range game. You know well, he, he don't need one. We got the fucking shooters already. You don't need that. Just yeah, I mean and crash the boards fucking smack on yeah crash the boards and slam yeah. but a mid-range game is good for a big man you know what i mean because it, you have to guard a little bit more like nip was saying you know if you have a good mid-range jumper i think that's what's missing from his game and teams know that and that's why they crowd the key on him and just try to prevent him you know if he catches the ball outside the key his shooting percentage goes way down you know what i mean so i mean i think that if he developed a mid-range game he would be even more deadly Mm-hmm. So Warriors are plus six hundred right now to Take win the NBA one. championship twenty twenty one. Lakers uh are the favorites at plus three fifty. Uh Warriors would be a great value pick, I think. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. I'm not that far off. Do they have a Reno? I think, uh, I think we need to hit up Reno. Pepper Mill it up, fellas. Yeah, yeah. Go one visit one uh, Vegas. Do they have what? A Western Conference and Eastern Conference prop bets or not yet? Uh I don't see they that should, on they yeah, should, I'm just off yeah. DraftKings. Okay. If they have that, it's already up, yeah. You, can you tell us, fucker. You in Vegas? Yeah. You guys actually think that like there's going to be any changes to the schedule because of COVID? And uh, you think it's going to start on Christmas like they're rumored to? Or what do you think? They're not doing the bubble, apparently, this year, this next season. So I think that's going to uh, change just based off the numbers are soaring right now. Oh, yeah. That's, One that's, of the things, too, I heard is going to be uh, – they're potentially – 
uh, fewer games. Yeah. Um, they're still going to go with um, um, no fans. Um, I don't think about the bubble, but they said um, those were the – I guess they're still under talks of the uh, – because the draft is not until November 18th, which is like in three weeks. Um, but I, there's still some uh, some union, union disputes, and uh, they gotta still got to negotiate some amendments and collective – Collective bargaining agreements still have to be done, so uh, it's still got. I'm still all got, for less games. It should have been less yeah. games a long time ago. Yeah. Fifty-five to sixty games would be optimal, in my opinion. Then you get less mo- load management. The games mean more. Teams are playing harder. Um, I think it just pushes the level up. I agree. Yeah, less injuries. Uh, more time to rest. Yeah, it's. Uh, I- and it's it's way too many goddamn games, anyways. Like most, across most sports, except for football. Yeah. And it's going to be also interesting when the NBA returns because um, the NBA had I believe one one of the less less viewed finals of all time. So uh, this whole thing with the bubble, um, they got to see what's going. You know what what's uh, what's in the future. So um, it's still there's still things up in the air, but uh, it's going to be interesting with the the decide with the how many how many games they're going to have this season. Yeah. But I think all sports had less um, viewership. Baseball was dropped tremendously. Oh, yeah, Football is the king, I, and they're the only ones who haven't suffered much. Yeah, I, I, I hate those fucking screens on the NBA game. Uh, it's such a distraction. Uh, like, fans? It, what? Come on. The, I don't like those what, screens. Like man. 10 of like, them? It's, it's, a, it's annoying. Just fucking just either have the game, like have a couple like fans in there or don't have anybody, man. Just even though it does suck watching sports with no uh, players, it's just like you're watching a practice or some shit. Practice. I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. Um, even on the NFL games, they don't even show the crowd. They they got the yeah. fake crowd noise, so I don't even notice, honestly. Yeah. NFL's doing it the best. Like, don't show the stands and fucking just have some fake crowd noise. Don't, like, let people realize that <laughs> there's nobody there. Yeah. Except for, like, Dallas and everybody's catching COVID. The, so. the cardboard no, that's Tennessee. Out, I think is the best that's way. That's Tennessee. In, da- in <laughs> Dallas, uh, the the coaches are putting Tabasco sauce in their eyes. Was that a real thing? I thought you were just fucking bullshitting. That was real. Nah, Dwink and Dink, fucking our favorite guys, fucking <laughs> Nolan and McCarthy, fucking, they were supposed to have a conference call and uh, Nolan got fucking hot sauce in his eyes today and then he had to cancel the fucking press conference. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Typical Nolan. I can't call a defense, can't even fucking. Can't pour hot sauce on fucking burrito fucking right. God damn. That's a fucking yeah. joke, man. He's probably wearing a all over his suit, too. <laughs> Spill hot sauce on my uh, suit, guys. Fuck. Look, I swear to look, God, I playing with that shit. Nah, bro. Who? Yeah, he owns a fucking clown. Hot sauce all over his fucking clown suit. This dude's a clown. His defense is weak as fuck. He runs that big nickel. That shit gets smoked all day. <laughs> Jeez, they lost What did Nip say? He's wearing his, wearing his suit to his own funeral. Fucking suit to his own funeral every Sunday. <laughs> fucking guy. Dude, when you, when you... I'm fucking worried about his suit. Like, no, fucking worry about fucking running a fucking play, dude. I don't when worry he about gets fucking out by the Washington Washington fucking dress blades. like a fucking reservoir dog on Sunday, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Mr. Pink, fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Dink, fucking Blue Dink. Brother, Blues Brothers, Blues <laughs> Brothers, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. That's, it. That's the new name for these fucking Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers. That's fucking awesome. Clowns on top of clowns on top of clowns in Dallas. Uh, I'll tell you that. I think McCarthy used that fucking flower, that fucking smell my flower, and squirted fucking hot sauce and fucking no fucking eyes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> These guys are fucking doinking, dinking it. These guys. All right, so uh, we're gonna part ways with uh, Mr. E Major. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Even drop some uh, warrior fucking dimes with us. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, fucking yeah. What, what, can, what can he do, folks? What can he do? Buffalo. Apparently, Buffalo. Fucking buy, buy, <laughs> buy fucking rose bottles for. Uh, <laughs> Next time I see you doing a oh, fuck, bottle of rose, I'm, bro. I'm gonna see you on a bottle of rose. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna open it and I'm gonna pour it out. Right. For the homies. Right here, you know what I'm saying? You can't argue with that. Now, nah, but now nah, much love for y'all reaching out. I appreciate it. Definitely. I'm excited for the fights this weekend, man. I'm gonna let y'all get to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man. Thanks for coming yeah, on, dude. Man. We'll have you on um soon. Tank recently. inside of ten. Yeah, that's it. Need to have, you want to break down the Cobra Kai fights? <laughs> Anytime. I'm, I'm gonna study those right now when I go upstairs. Nah, but January eighth, January eighth, Cobra Kai dropping. Uh, <laughs> is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get caught up, get caught up on Netflix plug. All right. Well, I'm gonna holla. Try- I, I don't got no links for that. <laughs> well, All right, E man, thanks for coming. Right. on. We appreciate All it. Right, man. Man. What? Good shit. Good All shit. right, so what's the deal? We doing a. We're doing some more. Are you guys tired? What's um, up? Womack, you're uh, working. Yeah, I got to fucking wake up at 4 o'clock. I <laughs> said 5. Yeah, well, it's 4. To the, well, I got to be working at 5. <laughs> it takes a long time to get put the makeup on, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Jesus. You got to get pretty. Jesus Christ. No, you know what, though? We were kind of talking about it for a minute. We just kind of veered off into some other shit. But, um, yeah, these fucking COVID numbers are fucking spiking again, huh? Oh, so we are talking. Uh, yeah, oh, we're talking. I guess so. We got to show everyone how. He did the pump fake on me real quick. Yeah. He's becoming a real host. Oh, Look yeah, at him. He's running that fucking. Right before your the eyes. double move. Right before your ears. <laughs> double move route on us. Pump <laughs> fake this. Um, yeah, dude. You know, we got to show everyone how diverse we are, not just sports and all this. We can't talk about real world issues. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about some uplifting COVID <laughs> shit. <yeah. laughs> really bring the audience up. <laughs> Wait till we talk about porn stars. Then you guys are really going to get fucking hooked. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. Oh. Earmuffs. Yeesh. Down the alarm. Earmuffs. Down the Earmuffs. alarm. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> Canceled. That's it. Good You're knowing done. You, You're done. You're <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, what the hell is going on with that shit, Nip? You you know what's going on with these fucking COVID numbers? Of course they're they're going up, huh? So what the fuck they're surging. Up? They are surging. Uh, I believe it was eighty thousand the day before yesterday, and seventy nine thousand across the country today. Um, That's just in the White House. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about clowns. Yeah, need a, a whole <laughs> bunch of clown. Need a whole bunch of that fucking hydrochloroquine or whatever the fuck this dude takes <laughs> with Alka Seltzer. <laughs> He's got the pin particles fucking taking it. Yeah. So Bernie Sanders dropped some shit on Facebook with the uh, COVID-19 deaths. United States, 225,000 with a population of 328.2 million. And and it was in comparison to COVID-19 deaths in Canada, Japan, Australia, South Korea, Vietnam, New Zealand, Taiwan, which had a total of only 13,108 deaths and a total population in all those countries of 364.6 million. So it just illustrates how terrible we have been here in the U.S. with this shit. Don't give a fuck. USA. 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 I still see motherfuckers without masks. I mean, I don't know. I saw these Karens getting all mad and shit. 
Yeah, I want to spit on everyone and fucking yell their hot For breath on, on every fucking buddy. <laughs> yeah, but they don't want to cover their beautiful faces, so I guess I, I see why, you know. It's ridiculous. Everybody's bitching about the shit still, still going on, but they're actually the fucking reason the shit's going on. Yeah, no shit. It's like, come on, dude. Common fucking sense. If everybody was on the same page when this shit was first started, we would have been locked down for like a month and everything would have been back to like semi-normal, but no one wants to be on the same page. And that's what it shows because all those countries, they only had 13,108 deaths. And, you know, I'm not sure how to fact check this because this is just uh, a stat that Bernie put out. But, I mean, I don't think he has any reason to lie about it. Nah, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, sounds about right, man. Yeah, we're fucking stupid, man. America's just like whatever, man. Like, we we don't want to listen to anybody. And if the fact that we don't have like proper leadership, it just fucking it just stupid people are not gonna li- listen to a fucking dumbass Trump, anyways. But yeah. yeah, politics is just a gang war now. It's turned into a fucking gang war. Yeah, it's, it's always been, it's costing always lives been like that for sure. It's always, yeah, no, it's more polarized than ever, dude. Oh, it's yeah. more polarized yeah. than ever. Uh, yeah, the country is more divided than ever, man. This is the most divided it's ever been. Yeah. Like it's and we've been pretty divided for a long time on <laughs> shit, but this is like the the thing that's really dividing but people. But that's what he made, he made like, it cool for that. Once you, once you turned it political, that's when you fucked it up. Like this is this is a health crisis, man. This is not oh, yeah. politics shouldn't be nothing to do with any of this. This is a, you know, this is a health crisis, man. This is people's lives. Well, that's 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 Trump flaming the fires of uh, all these conspiracy theories and um you know, just Cute flaming up. the fires of of stupidity i mean this dude's walking around the rose garden with no fucking mask it's like come on bro like yeah. what are you he, doing and then he catches the shit and is like oh i'm yeah. fucking cured even though i fucking take i don't it. think he caught it personally nah, I fucking nah. don't yeah either. but and if he did catch it you know you get the best medical yeah, this... care in the world and like the best some experimental ass fucking baby fetuses and shit like fucking <laughs> well well he had so much he had stock in all those um rem remdesivir and all those companies oh yeah so he cashed out on that shit. Oh, shit. oh yeah, they're all cashing out. They're, this is the most profitable fucking plague in history. Fuck, especially now, especially with the social media and shit. Like the fucking, just imagine if this goddamn Spanish flu from back in the day had fucking Twitter. Like, goddamn, shit, we all <laughs> fucked up. Well, that's the thing too. The Spanish flu shows you that there is going to be a second wave, and people just don't even look at that. Yeah. So yeah, winter is coming. Yeah, people are going to be shit, getting the flu. It's like Game of Thrones. Winter is fucking coming. Winter is definitely coming. Like yeah, everybody's. <laughs> And there's gonna be another fucking wave of this shit. Everyone's just gonna turn to fucking White Walkers. Just start. <laughs> oh, they found a nest of uh, mur- murder hornets in Washington. They first nest yeah. again. White Walkers, aka Trump supporters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first um, first hive they found. They had found individual bees, uh, but now they have found a fucking hive. Jesus Christ, those things are fucking huge too. Chow Maka Hive, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, what's yeah? Well, that's a if you had murder hornets on the 2020 bingo, you're gonna win this. One. Yeah, oh shit. Leo, you had said uh, posted something about the um, COVID response here in SF. Um, did you have that pulled up? Uh, uh, let me check. Let me see if I have. Yeah, we've been pretty good. Yeah, we, yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're like the first city in like the uh, the county to uh, in the in this area to like. Lift some of the restrictions. We actually been doing pretty good, yeah. considering like a shit show, shit show that's SF. Yeah, is going and that was surprising to me down. too because I went out there for yeah. Mother's Day and fucking we went we went and uh, like just in the Abarcadero and fucking everyone's out there. No one was wearing a fucking mask. Some dude was like surrounded by police, fucking hopped on one of the fucking cruise ship boats. Like it was fucking crazy. It looks like <laughs> a fucking, it looks like a fucking zombie movie or Walking Dead or some shit out yeah. there. When it first started, damn, it was desolate. Oh yeah, it was it was yeah. fucking cold. You can actually find, uh, you know, parking, parking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we went over to North Beach, dude, and that fucking little park right there, you know, on Columbus. And um, 
What the hell yeah. is that street right there? Dude, that whole fucking thing was a bunch of people. And none of these motherfuckers have. Yeah, those on, fucking dude. idiots, man. I yeah. seen that shit too. Yeah, I was like, what the hipsters? F- they're all hipsters yeah. from like not I'm here. Like, yeah, look, like, fuck techie y'all techie tr- uh, fucking trans. Mommy and daddy. M- Mommy and Daddy told them it was a hoax, so they don't believe it. So, yeah, you know. obviously, fucking, it doesn't get to them though. They're they're immune to the shit. <laughs> yeah, they get the good fucking healthcare, man. So they're all right. God yep, yeah. These motherfuckers. First dibs on the respirators. These motherfuckers crazy. Oh shit! Whoa. But even though with these uh with the COVID, you see they were uh filming uh in the city uh what's the uh, what's the movie right? Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. Shang Chi. Oh, they were filming that out there too. Yeah. Yeah. You should know, you're yeah. Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. Well, last <laughs> yeah. time I was out yeah, there, should be on there. Well, last yeah. time I was out there, they were filming Matrix and Venom, and then the COVID. And then you jinxed them, and they got shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about right. Now we're never gonna watch it. Well, I oh well, I got out of there before fucking this shit went fucking uh, whatever the fuck. So are you gonna leak the plot of the Matrix live on our podcast? <laughs> no, because I like my job, and the ND, yeah. the NDA won't fucking. They don't know Womack. Oh, no, they don't. Keep, <laughs> What's a Womack? No, they know way. Womack, unfortunately. <laughs> Just keep it that way. And uh, yeah, this uh, Shang Chi looks kind of hyped though. Legends uh, of Ten Rings. Uh, yeah, it's got a, uh, it's got Mandarin. Uh, yeah, Mandarin's gonna be the main villain. Gonna bring the real Mandarin. In? Yeah, yeah, the real man, yeah. not Trevor. Not They're gonna Trevor. bring the actual Mandarin, yes. and it's gonna be like a Enter the Dragon like type tournament. So you're gonna that see like sick, characters yeah. from like yeah. yeah. So you can see like characters from like the X Men and like characters from like different corners of the uh, the marvel universe show up and like fight in this tournament so should be uh it should be kind of interesting sounds kind of cool and then they, they started filming spidey three is that correct yeah uh, yeah 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 they started filming yeah holland i think posted Confirmed. some stuff about yeah yeah he's uh they started filming so yeah they're, they're getting uh, hollywood's going back yeah. on track and they're not going to be doing the uh they're not doing the spider-verse though right that's correct they canceled that uh the well they they're trying they want Toby Maguire, but Maguire wants like a bigger role. Like he wants a more more screen time and shit. Nah. And they're like, no, we just have a small role for you. you don't. Yeah. It's not gonna. He wants to like take over the whole fucking movie. Nah, like, please no, don't. We just want a couple scenes with you. Yeah. So no, more, <laughs> so no more Spider Verse. Uh, they're still. I think they're still gonna do it. You could get Andrew Garfield for a fucking couple fucking you know couple packs of cigarettes. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're not really doing anything right now. So yeah, they'll probably uh, shoehorn some of that shit because it's gonna deal with multiverse uh, shit. So you're definitely gonna get some kind of spider. Yeah, I think they should. They can go that route. I'm ready for that. Yeah, because all the all the next wave of uh, the MCU movies are gonna deal with the multiverse, starting from like the Wanda. Yeah, the Wanda Vision looks kind of crazy. Doctor, yeah, Doctor Strange. It's all like multiverse shit, and that's how they're gonna like shoehorn the the yeah, X Men and the Fantastic Four. I was just gonna say, in. yeah, because they even said that who Rogue was supposed to, I think, be the first. X Men to make an appearance. I think she's supposed to be in Captain Marvel too. I think, right? Who told you yeah, that? That was a rumor. No, nah, that was a that was a, hey, rumor. That was a rumor. That was a rumor from. <laughs> that was a rumor. Like if you know the comic, like Rogue and Ms. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel have like some history that's and shit. She got so that's powers. how Rogue gets her her flight ability and her super strength. But, like uh, she absorbs uh, absorbs from uh, Carl Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. So they, they, that was like one of the rumors coming out when uh, they're talking about Captain Marvel too. Mm-hmm. But that oh. is a conversation for the SF Comic Book Company. There's a snippet right there. There's a snippet right there. Hold up. We got the guy from Ness of Comic Book here right now. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Damn. Yeah. That's another one fucking comic goddamn channel on fucking YouTube. Oh, what yeah, you mean? YouTube. We, got, yeah. we got the ringleader. Yeah, you got yeah. a couple of fucking zeros and a couple more zeros. And and he's and he's ready to draw some shirts, folks. And I see oh, the yeah. shirts. Yeah, copy his shit. Sneak preview. Sneak preview. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, make some fucking yeah. You're not going back to work, so you got to make money somehow. Yeah, Fuck. That's it. The COVID protocols are crazy uh, for fucking the films. Dude. They're 
Yeah, how's it how's it been on your sets, man? How's it been pretty strict? Are you are they testing you yeah, at we, all? Yeah, or we what, get what? tested weekly for that shit. No, um, which is a good thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. But um, I just, and if you you show any signs, you get to stay home. Like, yeah, with no pay, you just fucking stay home. <laughs> yeah. <out. laughs> I do this kind of fucking wonderlick test. You <laughs> get a fucking passing ten. And um, yeah, that's how you gotta wear masks all the fucking time. This shit sucks. Um, but I just stay in my truck and fucking chill until they need me. It's like it's a fucking Teamsters fucking dream. <laughs> just stay in the fucking truck. We do that anyway, but now it's like mandated. I stay in my truck. And now it's mandated. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. So it's better like so. Uh, so basically, the only people not wearing masks are the actors actually shooting shit. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they wear them when they're not you know filming. But once they start filming, they 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 like break the shit up into zones. You know what I mean? So it's like. The ones that like work. a little, little bubble, yeah, pretty much. I mean, okay. e- even some of us that like don't work on set, like we don't go near the actors. Um, <laughs> well, they told you that from the beginning before COVID, right? Don't <laughs> yeah. Stay the yeah. fuck away. No one wants to read your Ghostbusters three script, okay? <laughs> hey, man, fuck that. That shit would have been Air- way better than what the fuck. Everybody five put out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I haven't made that yet. More bud. More bud. <laughs> nah, Harry goes to the barber part three. I don't know what that one is. Emotep returns. <laughs> the mummy for lummies. Fairfield's most wanted. Oh Jesus! Here we go again. Santa Clarita Savs. I didn't come here for this. Okay. I didn't come here for this. Womack, get control of this show. It's after yeah, all. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Some uh, some other uh, city news. Uh, S. SF uh, DBI confirms a permit has been issued to tear down the iconic Coca-Cola sign at 7 O'Brien Street. Uh, uh, how do y'all feel that they're start slowly tearing down all these landmarks uh, in the city? Yeah, they turn into another shell. That sucks, man. The city's a shell of what it used to be. For sure. And, and still, still a great city, but yeah, just that that thing is iconic, man. Like yeah. you see that. I want a piece of it. I remember that shit as a kid, man. I used to always yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That shit was sick as fuck. Let you know that shit. That and the like, like they, they like, are they gonna just like tear it down and destroy it, or they they should like move it? Somewhere? Well, they said the. Uh, uh, putting the museum as a relic or fucking. No, nah, I, I think we're. Uh, um, <laughs> there was a couple of things down there too, though, wasn't there? there yeah, was there's a, yeah, there's a homeless encampment, and also what's um what's holding it. Slowly um, deteriorating. So, well, fucking I guess that's so, that solves two problems right yes. there. But there, there was a couple more iconic signs back in the day, weren't there? Oh, or was um, it just the Coca Cola? Um, I, I don't remember some other shit. I just don't remember what it was. I don't know. Unless there's some, it was the '76 uh, building, remember with the uh, clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's what it was. That's, yeah, that's yeah. another one. Yeah, I've been wanting to drop a shirt. I'm, I'm and with this. I'm thinking about dropping a shirt too with that design. Oh, for drop lavish it. seal. Lavish seal on the hat. That'd be dope. Yeah. Go copy no some lavish yeah. seal. For sure. Coca Loca. Yeah. Got to holler at Big Mobile quick for that. There's a Coke sign and then the fucking Transamerica when you came over that bridge. And now oh, all the thing yeah, I see yeah. is a big fucking dick. When- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because what is that shit? Though? About the- to get canceled, bro. What, well, what is hey, that? You see what you want to see, uh, bro? We're cutting this section. Yeah. Segment, huh? yeah, well, what is it? Is that the, the work? Or edit, edit. Abort, abort, abort. We don't talk about those things here. What's the uh? What is the the workforce? Uh, uh, I think you're on the wrong podcast. How many sales? <laughs> how many dicks do you see in this uh, skyline? Yeah, I, I, didn't come, I didn't come here for this. That's the workforce. Think, uh, workforce thinking building. of the Santa Clarita uh, podcast. No. Possibly. We got no <laughs> Santa Santa Pochita. Santa Pochita. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh no! 
Did you say panochitas? What did you say? Put it in the back. Go back. Oh, damn. Oh, oh man, okay, this is getting out of hand. Uh, <laughs> was there any doubt? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Cut it out. Oh, <laughs> all right, so we're dropping another show uh, later this week, correct? Yeah, um, Thursday. Should I get it in on Thursday? Um, oh, you're actually giving a, a specific date? Oh, what? I, I am. It's not like you. Try to get it out Thursday, yeah. Thursday night. Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try. You snuck that in there. Try to get it out there. Oh, they're recorded on Thursday, but it'll come out in November. Don't worry. In February 31st. We'll get it to you guys by fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> by Thanksgiving. It's going to drop when Detox drops. Yeah, yeah. We just, <laughs> turkey Day special. We're going to get that shit out on Turkey Day. There you go. Just in time for the holidays. It's going to be get a COVID. Ready. It's going to be a COVID <laughs> Christmas. Um, yeah. All right. So. Yeah, man, I'm fucking. Uh, I'm about done here. What's up with y'all? You guys, uh, anything else? Ain't last year? Oh, Nippy. Any shout out to anybody? Any? Yeah, What's Nippy. Uh, you know who to shout. Oh yeah, out. I want to shout out to my uh, uncle Mike uh, for listening to the show, giving us some good feedback, sure. and um, you know he's actually the one who put me up on Obi Toppin. He told me about him through a text a while back, and then I checked out his highlights, and I was like, yeah, this is the dude we need to get. Yeah. So shout out to my my uncle, Big Mike, Uncle Mike. Shout out, right. Uncle Mike. Yes, indeed. All right, cool. Um, um, yeah, uh, go check out the SF Comic Book Company SF on uh, YouTube. Yes, SF, SF Comic Book Co. Weekly show every Tuesday is the company hour. Yes, check that out. Got a fun one. Fun one tomorrow on the Tuesday, the was it the twenty eighth or twenty seventh? Damn, sorry, sorry, the next day. Right? Oh, well, you got some work to do, buddy. Yeah, uh, my work is done. I get my shit done early now, <laughs> so I don't have to chill. So I can chill, man. Yeah, not like some people. <laughs> hey man, doing the audio only is a tough business. So you know, Womack has a fucking tough, tough gig yeah, a, trying to deal with this audio shit. bullshit. Having you guys yeah. fucking got sure. goddamn. This guy lives on the goddamn runway of the, of the fucking airport, and then <laughs> what? <laughs> he lives. He li- actually lives in the tower. <laughs> he's, on, he's right on the tarmac. I'm surprised I haven't heard any planes tonight. Fuck. Womack talking about the tarmac. Oh shit! Come on, <laughs> Womack, Tarmac, um, Stromac. Jesus Christ! Right. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> yeah, man. Hold on, I got some. I got a couple of shout outs. Oh, what you got? Go ahead. Yeah, so out. shout out to my uh, couple of folks here. Shout out to my uh, coworker uh, Richard. He checked us out earlier. Give us some good feedback about the show. Also, a shout out to my cool cousin Cynthia. She's also checked out the co- uh, the show. Uh, the also, <laughs> the show, the Chauvin. <laughs> uh, also, check out Chauvin uh, nineteen. Let me see. Uh, the weird Is this ones part of your uh, podcast. <laughs> no, no, just giving, just giving that shout out. Shout out to the weird ones uh, podcast. They gave us a shout out on Twitter. Also, uh, shout out to what's in your cup. Uh, check them out. They got a podcast. Shout out to those folks. So yeah, any any nice. more shout outs? Um, yeah. yeah, let me Walmart. shout out. Uh, let me shout out, Mister Chevy Chevis Gomes. That's the one who makes all our music, oh, our intros beats. and outros, and came with the fire for us. Got another. Yeah, that's good. That's a very, very uh, dope beat, as the kids yeah. say. I still gotta look for Mister Gouda though. That's in the vault somewhere. Oh, I got. I think I might have that somewhere. Yeah, you might. That one. <laughs> I should. Mr. You gotta check some of them old episode. hard drives. You probably got some external hard drive shit on there. Oh know? yeah, I do for sure. I'll check them out. Whoa, bring out the time to bring out the iPods. Yeah, the iPods. <laughs> the iPods. iPod ones. 
Definitely cool. Oh, what's up with them Apple phones? You guys feeling those 12s? We didn't even talk about anything. I'm like waiting that. for the Max. Next show, next show, next show. Next well, show? Next show? All right. We'll talk about, next show. Right. Well, we talk about next show. I'm fucking tired. I got work in four. <laughs> I got to be up in four hours. I got to wake up in four hours. He's got to wake up at 4 p.m. Shit, I wish. <laughs> so, yeah, all folks. So, shit. thanks y'all for tuning in. We appreciate all the support you guys give us. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Where oh. can they find us? Where, yes, where the, yes, where can they find us? Uh, where can they find us? <laughs> We're like Waldo, apparently. <laughs> all right, well, I'll start off. You can find us at uh, on Twitter, Gold Dirty Bastards, at Gold Bastards with a Z. Check us out on Twitter. And what else do we have, uh, Womack? Oh, we got Instagram for show. Oh. And that Gold Dirty Bastards podcast. Gold underscore dirty underscore bastards with a Z, not an S, underscore podcast. So you can catch us over there, too. And we have a YouTube channel. So just go ahead and search Gold Dirty Bastards. We'll be under there, too. So um, No MySpace? No, nah, we don't have a MySpace. No Facebook. <laughs> we should probably get a Facebook too, huh? Yeah. So all the old people can listen yeah, to. Yeah, why not? We gotta get everyone we can get. Just hope they don't all fall right. asleep in the first five minutes. <laughs> um, cool. All, all right, right, y'all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. That was fun. Oh yeah. All right. We'll have for you sure. again too. When we have our other podcast, we talk about these TV shows. As soon as we all finish watching them, we'll drop that on. You mean that. why we mean we mean fucking you? Hey, not just me. Yeah, they'll come after the the Thanksgiving Dude. special. Should have come after the apocalypse at this why, point. Why we act like I'm the only one with this shit? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why the fuck a scapegoat here? All right, fuck it, whatever. You can do. Hey, that's fine. You got some fucking homework to do, B. If the hoof, if the hoof fits. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So nice. uh, you're gonna be watching Lovecraft and uh, the boys, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, get on that shit. Yeah, I mean, we're a little bit past due on that shit. Yeah, well, whatever. Like a fucking overdue library book. Who gives a fuck? They'll still get it. <laughs> shit. Shit. All right. Good shit. All right. Oh, um, Womack had a good, uh, what was it, 11 and 3? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, for, that's for the next one. That's for, that's for Thursday. That's for Thursday. Well, we can still talk about it right quick. Chill huh. the fuck out. You want to take the surprise? Don't you want to gloat? Fuck. Now gloat in the fucking next episode. He's well, tired. Gloat, He's tired. I'm stretching, I'm stretching it out. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. <laughs> Man, I, I wish y'all was there for I wish y'all fucking stay for that night. Oh my Just god. Just go to sleep. That was, uh, that was fucking instant classic. It's a story for another podcast. Yes. <laughs> there will be many of these. The misadventures. <laughs> the numerous um, adventures. Adventures in Walmart yeah. City. Aventuras con Walmart. Shout out to Big Fish, Dave, for fucking making the college years fucking great. <laughs> David, the my David. Yeah, yo, David. My David. Kappa Alpha David. <laughs> Brett, fucking stiff. Van Wilder fucking David. Fucking Bruce Banner. <laughs> nah, he looks like your boy from, uh, what the fuck is dude's name? Chev Chelios fucking. <laughs> yeah. Statham. Statham, there you go. <laughs> you fucking Aqua Statham. Uh, shit. <laughs> all right, y'all, so that'll do it for the show. Like I said, catch us on our, uh, on all our social medias we just mentioned and be sure to go over to uh, SF Comic Book Company on YouTube. Tune yes. in to them. They got good shows. And yeah, once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> once in a while, we have a good one. <laughs> when Rick's not on. Oh, shots <laughs> fired. I kid. Bang. I kid. Bang. I kid. Now, Rick's been showing us love on the uh, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some ideas to talk about. So, shout out to Mr. Rooster. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Indeed. All right, y'all. So, that does it for the night. 
Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Longest Come on, ever. man. What the fuck kind of lame ass shit was that? God bless you. You remember fucking Def Jam? Remember you don't remember the old Russell Simmons fucking shit? Stop biting people. Come on, oh shit. Yeah, how about fuck you? How about that? <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> better than that shit you tried. Hey. <laughs> how about fuck you? How about that? Yes, that's a little bit more better. You know? <laughs> that's a little better. That's more original. Yeah, more there more original. There you go. Good shit. Yeah, got the approval. <laughs> well, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Bye.